males are born, men are built. This is the Great Man Podcast, where we want you to build great men as you allow other men to build you. Join New York Times bestselling author Stephen Mansfield, along with seasoned leaders of men, as we bring a wide range of experience and expertise to help you become the great man you are designed to be. Gentlemen, let us begin. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast, where we call out the greatness in men. I hope you're doing well. Hey, I want to dive right in. You're probably listening to this at the top of 2024. In other words, late December 23, early in 2024. That's probably when you're hearing this podcast. Our exact uh, launch schedule for each episode is not decided yet. But anyway, this is probably when you're listening. And I want to give you a tactic that I would like for you to make your own for the entire of 2024. I will tell you that I believe this will change your world. I've done it myself. I was challenged to do it myself some years ago, and I think that you may find it to be really, really exceptional. I want you to think about the people you impact. Now, for some of you, that's vast. That's thousands, millions. For others of you, that's, you know, a consistent group of people, maybe 20 total. You know, people you work with, family, the guys you have breakfast with, whatever. Whoever, whatever your range is, whatever people you have impact on personally. Now, I'm talking about you actually being with them, talking to them. I want you to determine in 2024, every person you're with, in some cases, in the briefest way, I want you to determine to make a positive deposit in their life. Okay, now that sounds really airy and motivational, and I'll get practical, I promise you. But I want you to not just be casual about the impact you have on the people around you. I want you to think about a way, maybe two or three ways, two or three little tools you carry in your emotional toolbox, your verbal toolbox that you can deposit in the people around you and consistently do that throughout this next year. I believe you will see a massive change uh, in the way your relationships go. And I believe that this will become contagious for you. Let me give you an example. Uh, Years ago, I was challenged by uh, somebody who coached me to do this. And I am not a bitter person. I'm not an angry person, but you know, I can, I can have, I, at least back then I could have time with somebody and you know, who knows, maybe we were dealing with a problem. And so we were griping the whole time, or maybe we were talking smack the whole time, laughing it up, but not really saying anything positive to each other. And you know, that's fine. I, I didn't expect everybody to, I met to somehow positively impact me, but given that I'm, uh, was then and am now a leader. And given the fact that a lot of what I meant to do is to have impact on people. I, I frankly, I'll tell you, honestly, those years, Years ago, framed that in terms of what I did in writing and what I did on stage, uh, what I did on the air, but not so much in terms of my personal relationships. In other words, you know, hey, we're buddies, we're hanging out. You know, I don't have to be on, so to speak, with this guy. Well, I began to realize that I'm given these relationships that I have wife, children, friends, buddies, partners, you know, professional, on and on and on. Uh, I'm given them, and, they're, and, I, and, I, and they are given to me, I'm given to them, uh, in part so we can make each other better. That's part of what a relationship is. That's part of what a friendship is. And so I was challenged years ago to just find the briefest things, the memorizing a few lines of poetry, uh, telling a story, being willing to recount something that had moved me that I'd seen on YouTube, whatever, uh, something I'd see happen in a game that was noble and beautiful, um, and just, just recount that a bit. 
just a positive. Just everybody I'm sitting with, everybody I'm driving with, everybody I'm, you know, my buddies I'm hanging with, everybody I get a burger with, whatever. Um, just make sure that in the mix of all the other things we talk about, and all the other things we might range through in conversation, all the other moods of a, of a, of, a, of time with somebody, um, that I'm depositing something positive. For example, small, here's a small example. Um, I went on a trip with all of my family here uh, just recently, uh, here, just just after Thanksgiving, and. Uh, there was a picture taken of me with my smallest grandchild. He's about two. I don't ever give out the names of my grandchildren uh, on on the air, so I won't use his name. Um, but he was sitting on my shoulders, and he is the picture of peace. He's got his hands folded on the top of my head, his chins on his hands. He looks angelic. He looks peaceful. He looks like that's where he most wants to be, on the shoulders of his big old tall grandpa, and he's German, so he calls me Opa. And um, his hands folded, his little face just resting. He is the total picture of contentment. Now, why am I telling you that? Not just that I want to talk about my grandchildren. It is that that image and recounting it to some people already, I said just, hey, you know, I got to tell you, this thing happened the other day. It's kind of become a little bit of a, of a challenge for me through the year. And I describe the picture I just described to you. And then I say, you know what I've decided? I've decided I'm going to go through this next year with the, with the level of peace that I see in that child's face. That peace and being peace and centered and at my core, peaceful in the presence of God with myself uh, as much as I can walking the earth in this troubled generation, I'm going to walk in peace. And I just, I'll say it almost as rapidly as I did just right now. And you know what? I've had people call me and say, man, I'm so glad you shared that. that. That's something I really want to live with in this next year. And I'll tell you what, it was just as natural. They didn't feel preached at. It wasn't like I launched at them or suddenly said, let's pause for a moment while I tell you the today's lesson in reading. You know, it wasn't that kind of thing. It was just me sharing a grandchild story and, and a commitment I'd made for the new year. Time and again, in the news, in a football game, checking out YouTube and seeing something moving and inspirational, I find something that I want to share and I make sure that everybody I'm with, I deposit something. It can be a bit of scripture. It can be, uh, again, something I've seen happen. In fact, recently <laughs> I saw a YouTube that I thought was going to be silly. It became quite moving. Uh, somebody passed out and a and a nearby dog that wasn't their dog jumped on them and started doing the started doing CPR. Big big old German Shepherd started uh, front paws pouncing on the chest of this person, and and the doctors say that dog saved that that person's life. Well, I found a little life lesson in it, you know, about preparation and compassion and all that kind of stuff, and just shared it for a while, and then I stopped and moved on to something else. Sometimes I share stories in the news that challenge me because of maybe the contours of my soul. I remember years ago when John Paul II was shot by an assassin, that John Paul II, the Pope, and I'm not Catholic, but I just admired John Paul II, went uh, to that, that person's prison and sat with them and forgave them and had time with them and prayed with them. Well, I've confessed many times in this podcast that one of the things I have to watch um, is that sometimes I can be too much affected by offense. It's like my soul's wrapped in Velcro and offenses stick to me. I have to really be careful not to become embittered. I have a very blessed life. So how stupid would it be for me to for, for me to be embittered by and let the things that naturally come into every life of betrayal and hurt and slights uh, to let that taint me in some way? So I was moved by what John Paul did, and I used it, uh, and I told that story. 
story. And I said, you know what I'm really challenged by these days? I'm mean, just to pause in a conversation. You know what I'm really challenged by these days? Man, John Paul, if John Paul too can forgive a guy who pumped bullets into his body, I can certainly forgive the idiots that did this or did that, or, you know, my buddies who inadvertently did such and such. I mean, I, you know, I didn't get specific, but, and I, again, I had people say, man, I'm glad you shared that because I really battle that. I don't know that you know that about me, but, and I, and I always would say, no, of course I don't, but I know I have my own struggles with that. And so you, you understand what I'm saying. And sometimes it's a verse, sometimes it's a story, sometimes it's a scene from a movie, but I've gotten intentional. And when I walk through the world, I've got four or five little things I try to deposit in people's lives to encourage and inspire. Man, we're all getting such negative news these days. You know, if you spend any time on on your screens, you spend any time watching the news, it's just dark and heavy and violence and rapes and murders and, you know, Hamas killing babies and Russians bombing civilians and, you know, the latest fight on the streets of New York or Washington. You understand what I'm saying? And we need to have vibrant spiritual lives that counter the spirit of the age. No question. We can talk about that another time. But we also need to be the kind of person and to be surrounded by the kind of people who sort of take responsibility for encouraging and inspiring each other. I want you to consider in 2024 your role in the lives of those uh, whom you sit with, whom you're physically with. And what can you deposit every time you're with them in a small way? They may, they may not even know that you're doing it. They may not even know that you're doing it. But what can you deposit? Quick story. If it's more than 30 seconds, you've gone too long probably. Unless they just want to pick it up and run with it and make it a topic of conversation. But just quick. Man, I'll tell you something. I really saw something the other day that moved me. <laughs> Here I am. You know, sometimes I'll say to them, Here I am, got tears in my eyes over this stupid dog video. I'll say something like that, you know, and they're laughing with me. But maybe they're also inspired. You understand what I mean. And uh, I want you to consider making that a bit of a mission and watch what happens. Watch what happens in your own soul. Watch what happens in the lives of those around you. Suppose every time you spend personal time with your son or your daughter, you just got a little thing, not preaching, just a little thing that inspires or encourages a story, somebody who achieves, somebody who breaks through something, something cool that happens, something that, hey, surprisingly, two congressmen actually, you know, locked arms and did something valuable, you know, that kind of thing. Can you accept a commission to deposit inspiration and vision and encouragement in the lives of those around you on a relatively consistent basis without making it preachy, without making it weird, without them feeling like it's some kind of self-improvement program? Accept this challenge. Make it yours in 2024 because this kind of thing, this kind of intentionality about encouraging, strengthening, and reinforcing those within your reach one of the great arts of great manhood. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your man's event, go to greatman.tv. There, you'll also find incredible resources to help you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Wise Company production.